Is it time? It is. Let's do it. Yes, it's time for the January 9th, 2015 edition of Week. Signals Weekly Review, a cheerfully pessimistic recollection of the last 168 hours. Oh, history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Casper. We are your citizen news readers, and this is the news with Mahler, the friendly, hyperactive, psychotic. <laughs> yes. Hound dog. Hound dog. All right. A new study suggests that dogs may have first successfully migrated to the Americas, right here, Mm -hmm. where we are. That's right. Right where you are, Mike. And right where you are, Mahler. And when would that have been? About 10,000 years ago. Really? Which is much more recent than they thought. It's thousands of years after the first human migrants crossed a land bridge from Siberia to North America. So they didn't bring dogs with them right away, Mahler. There were just wild things around here before. So dogs were are from Asia, is what you're saying. It sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, didn't know that. That's where we got our dogs. It doesn't mean that all dogs, but there were no North American dogs. Interesting. Until 10,000 years ago. And I thought I'd bring that up for Mahler's benefit. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, well, there you go. Well, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't care. He doesn't know about time. Well, and he's not all that interested yeah. in, uh, you know, in stories about dogs. But uh, we don't do he's enough. He's not. Well, I mean, no. Apparently, he is. I guess. But yeah, he is. For all right, all right. For, yeah, four of France's most revered cartoonists: Stéphane Charbonnier, yeah. Georges Walensky, Bernard Verlac, and Jean Cabou were among 12 people executed by masked gunmen in Paris at the offices of the satirical magazine Charlie Hebdo. Charbonnier was placed on Al-Qaeda's most wanted list in 2013. Yeah. The paper itself, Charlie Hebdo, Hebdo, Mm -hmm. the paper had come under threat and was firebombed in 2011 after publishing controversial caricatures of the Prophet Muhammad. Yep. Yes, they did. These people are very sensitive about image. You know, the the people that that the primitive people with the guns that come in and get all upset about these things and yeah. try to enforce whatever it is they're enforcing purity upon us all. Purity. French French uh, authorities identified the gunman as Sharif and Said Kouachi. Okay, I guess that's how it's pronounced. All right. In 2008. Sharif Guachi was sentenced to three years in prison for his involvement in a network of sending volunteer fighters to Iraq to fight alongside Al-Qaeda. At the time, he told the court that he had been motivated to travel to Iraq by images of atrocities committed by U.S. troops in Abu Ghraib prison. Wow. Okay. All right. Now, um, there was a report this morning that they have uh, French police have surrounded a village that they believe the two brothers the two were brothers. cornered inside a printing oh. house northeast of Paris today, okay. taking a hostage and telling police they want to die as martyrs. Okay. Okay. So you know more so, than so, I, I thought. So okay. that's that's the deal on that. Okay. I think it's interesting this the, the way this thing's written up. They they he told the court he saw the images of atrocities. So that gives you two choices as far as if you're a, a right wing idiot or a left wing idiot. Yeah. Whatever. You can either claim that you know if they hadn't seen the images. Yeah. Of the atrocities. Yeah. 
you know, if, if the press hadn't shown those images, then everything would be okay. Right. Yeah. And, and but but they happened, and that's yeah. he wasn't he he. I, I mean, it, it's funny. This is all about image here, right? You know, he's upset by the image. What he's upset about is the actual fact that it happened and it got out. You know, it's. I guess a word is worth a thousand pictures, or the other way around. I'm not sure. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, and I, this I'm a str I struggle with this. Uh, one in one aspect of this, if and I don't know how prevalent this is. How I don't know if Charlie Ebadu does a Ebdo. lot of Ebdo. Ebdo. Yeah. I think Have, if they do a lot of uh, cartoons depicting Jesus in a satirical who way, who cares? I mean, no, I'm know, not. We, I, we I'm did not, it. The yeah. penthouse did it, and and nobody uh, yeah. ran into. Was I, it penthouse? Uh, wasn't it? Oh, uh, hustler, hustler, I think. Hustler, yeah, they, right. they, hustler yeah. did it. Now, uh, and and uh, by frankly, South Park does this stuff weekly. Yeah, I I don't think there's anything on that that they haven't defamed in some way on that show so yeah. and, and i'm not trying to that, don't yeah. don't misunderstand this is not a justification i'm just kind of curious because the point i heard someone make yesterday was it is islam is such an easy target now the perception of it is such you're that no one will stand up and word. say that isn't a good thing what you're the first person that mentioned islam in, in this discussion well the, the, they they so now the, you're bringing it up and it becomes well, a target well I'll, no i'm because they said the, the the newspaper was targeted for for what I mean for all the wrong reasons. I'm not trying to justify any of this except to say that the facts seem to be that the depictions of the Prophet Muhammad were were satirical and apparently I don't know why you're struggling with this. It's a picture. I know. And, and no. it's a metaphor for no. something, and you're supposed to read it and not take it literally as your God has I, been spit upon. I am the, not. As far as I'm concerned, when they say taking God's name in vain, that means trying to describe God. That's yeah. what that's about. Well, that's okay. what Yahweh is about. Yeah. Anybody who says they know the definition of God is taking God's name in vain. I Period. I agree. You, uh, I'll, I'm just saying that I, I I don't know where I mean. Yes, I agree with what you're. This is it is a freedom so of these speech. These people issue. are primitive idiots. That, yes. that did this. Uh, they they can't take any sort of criticism right. at all. Right. They're like the the little school bully, and they're you know. And this is where I, this was the point I was trying to get to. Is it is some of this have to do with because Islam was a, such an isolated religion for so long in the history of the last two or three thousand years there's plenty of there's plenty of yeah. All Christians right. out there that would pull the same thing yeah. if they had the opportunity i you know if they had the opportunity is a okay. key thing yeah i i, I yeah, i'm not i'm just trying to get to a, some sort of understanding maybe it's of, that that, that uh, you know uh, fundamentalist christians don't read as much as fundamentalist as well and, and i you know you, there are well, all kinds of people i know and there are all kinds of christian people you know, uh, performing acts of terrorism around the world in the name of of Christianity, and well, that uh, that would be Abu Ghraib, I think. Well, well, when it's, it's when our when our president, God, I guess it's capitalism and right, God, right? When our president talks about the war in Iraq as a matter of the new modern crusaders, that does conjure up images of just exactly what you you're mean, Mr. Bush. Yeah, President yeah. Bush said at one point. Remember, this, we have some people. That are listening that, that modern day crusaders when and Bush so therefore I think that you know when you hear that and you're you know you're being bombed it is easy to I, I, I I'm, I'm gonna just 
stop talking. You go ahead, Around two going. dozen civilians were killed in Afghanistan after shelling struck a wedding party in Helmand province. The deaths came amid reported fighting between Afghan forces and Taliban militants just days after the Afghan military took over formal security control from the U.S.-led NATO occupation force. So things aren't going real well right off the bat there. Right. They're bombing. Right. They, they hit another wedding party. It seems like we're not the only people that like to bomb wedding parties. No. Around all. 40 people were killed and dozens more were wounded in a car bombing in Yemen's capital of Sana'a. A suicide bomber driving a minibus apparently targeted a police academy filled with students and recruits. So there's that going on. There's that. Yeah, that's 40 people. Keep 12 people in France, 40 people in uh, Yemen. The United Nations confirmed Palestine will join the International Criminal Court. Palestinian leaders vowed to seek the prosecution of Israeli officials for war crimes in the occupied territories. So that's kind of big news. Yeah. We might see a, uh, a war crime court at the UN against Israel. The Palestinian move came after the US and Israel successfully lobbied against a UN Security Council measure calling for an end to the Israeli occupation and the establishment of a Palestinian state by 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's coming okay. right up. In retaliation yeah. for the ICC membership, that would be the International Criminal Court, Israel has halted the transfer of hundreds of millions of tax revenues needed to pay for Palestinian salaries and public services. The United States has also opposed Palestinian membership in the ICC. Of course they have. Yeah. Maybe they'd put uh, Bush in jail. Who knows? Cheney, I hope. In the Central American, Central African nation of Burundi. That's Africa now. Yeah, Central gotcha. Africa. Africa. More than 100 rebels were killed following days of heavy clashes with the army. The military says the rebels entered the country from the neighboring Democratic Republic of Congo. The news comes as United Nations and Congolese forces say they have launched strikes against a Burundian rebel group based in the eastern Congolese borderlands. Okay. All right, so more stuff in Africa that we're going to have to at some point. Start Here's another African military thing. Royal people. Dutch Shell. Yes. That's the big oil guy. Yes. The oil pigs agreed to pay nearly $84 million in compensation for a pair of oil spills in Nigeria. The claimants, people who made the claim, say the 2008 spills devastated their small Niger Delta community with a leak of 500,000 barrels of oil. 500,000 barrels of oil. Honestly. Shell initially claimed the spill was only a fraction of that size, but later acknowledged it could have been bigger. You know, Shell has been um, drawing oil out of the Niger um, Delta for decades, and the yeah. environmental devastation there is unbelievable. And this is got this is basically a uh, a hiccup yeah. in the grand scheme of things that have happened in that part. Yeah, eighty four million dollars. I mean, that, yeah. that's like an hour's business, I would imagine, for Shell. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, but it, it's but not much. They make billions, if not trillions. Over and the and this, of again, years. they have been doing over this. Over the course of the six years that they've been in trial here, I'm sure. I know, yeah. And I've been, I've, we've been hearing about this stuff with uh, Shell Oil and Nigeria since the 70s. It's been going on. So yep. this, is, this is nothing. Yep. The Ebola epidemic in West Africa, which has yet to be contained, killed 8,004 people last year, this according to the new data on Ebola. Mm -hmm. Wildlife epidemiologists published a study hypothesizing that the outbreak may have originated from bats living in a hollow tree trunk in the Guinea product a district of Guecato. Wow. Guecato. Okay. 
Also, no living bats carried a trace of the virus in their feces or although, not also, although no living bats carried a trace of the virus in their feces or blood, the study led scientist, lead scientist. Huh. The lead scientist? The lead scientist. You know how you make that lead lead thing. Yeah, absolutely. I thought they were scientists that studied lead. (laughs) Although no living bats carried a trace of the virus in their feces or blood, the study's lead scientist announced that the researchers had killed all those they captured out of fears the locals would say, look at those white people releasing bad bats. That's his his quote. I like that. Bad bats. Bad bats. President Obama hosted Mexican President Enrique Peña Nieto at the White House amidst a continued political crisis in Mexico over the disappearance of 43 students in that drug fiasco craziness. Yeah. Peña Nieto praised Obama's recent executive action on immigration. Mm-hmm. And Obama said he backed Mexico's drug war. Yahoo. Yeah, this, you know, increasingly this uh, this guy... Pian, uh, Pianetto. Yeah, Pianetto, uh seems to be no better than, as as promised, to be better about, uh, you know, the corruption that is rampant in, in Mexico. It seems that it is just as bad, if not worse. He's Mexico's it, Obama. He, yeah, and then there's a lot of, and then in this, the more they investigate this, the disappearance of these 43 students, the more they're finding that the uh, federal, federal authorities were involved, the army's been involved. There's a lot of uh, sort of paper trail here uh, going and, and leads further up the food chain. Now, yeah. did Pianetto know? I doubt it. But, I don't but, know. but it, that, that culture of corruption is flourishing. It's alive and well in Mexico. Employing a novel microfluidic device to grow soil bacteria, researchers in Boston and Bonn, Germany, say they have identified a new type of antibiotic that kills the bacteria that cause pneumonia, staph, and blood infections. Oh. They haven't done it on people yet. They've done it on mice, and it kills pneumonia bacteria, staph, and blood infections. The antibiotic named Texobactin has yet to be tested in on people, but it cured mice of these infections and is so different from current antibiotics that the scientists said they hoped germs might never become resistant to it. Now, some people are saying Whoa. that's not going to happen, but nevertheless, it's an interesting breakthrough in science. And I'll it hand it over to you, Mike Kaspar. For more of the international news that I find fascinating. How about this one? Okay. And I, I did hear a, a fairly extended report on, on the trial of Rios Montt, the uh, Guatemalan, former Guatemalan president. Is he was uh, a trial of former dictator of Guatemala, Rios Efron, uh, Rios Montt, on genocide charges, has been delayed shortly after it resumed after a two-year pause. So this thing is dragging on and on. In 2013, the U.S.-backed military dictator was sentenced to 80 years in prison Whoa. for genocide and crimes against humanity for the mass killings in this one particular area of Guatemala. However, the court annulled the verdict less than two weeks later. Rio Svan, who was 88, appeared in court on a stretcher with a blanket after over him after yeah. he lost his bid to be excused on medical grounds. So, in other words, what's happening here is he was convicted. Yeah. Now, the rationale for the um uh for the this charge to be dismissed or yeah dismissed or delayed were so frivolous and so so flimsy that, as to be a joke 
but once this is the first time a sitting president of a country in outside of Africa has been put on trial and convicted of genocide and uh, there are security forces in the country who are still loyal to him this may never happen the justice may never happen for Rios Mont but it is could continues I just want to that's right it will continue yeah yeah oh my god Mueller's upset at Rios Mont that's right I am too what would you like Mueller some secret stuff is that right secret stuff yeah secrets yeah yeah okay ah finally I get a response from Mahler. Yeah, 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 yeah. Secret stuff. In light of the killings at satirical magazine Charlie Hebdo offices in Paris, retired General Michael Hayden, yeah. a frequent defender of NSA surveillance, said the agency's metadata program that came under fire after Eddie Snowden leaks doesn't look so scary anymore. Really? Yeah. They Now that, that 12 people have died in France... Yeah. They should be able to just take your data away. Ah, is, is see, the logic see, there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. When asked uh, what the systemic solution is to stop similar attacks from happening, you know, he says we need to have more metadata. To, more to say. You know, nothing about U.S. foreign policy. No. Nothing about the prison at Abu Ghraib. No. Nothing about invading other countries uh, preemptively. Mm -hmm. No. Not, nothing about just just. Uh, Torture. Drone the, strikes. Yeah, drone strikes. Nothing about that. No, what the solution is for them to snoop into your emails. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. And that's kind of where I was going earlier, what, what you're talking about right now. I, we just, we can't, we cannot ignore that there are consequences to to these 25, 30 years since we first <laughs> invaded Iraq which was back in 1990. We're, yeah. we're coming up on the 25th anniversary of that invasion. And in the meantime, once we, quote-unquote, left Iraq back in the 90s, we then imposed uh, sanctions and no-fly zones and all kinds of economic hardship that caused the country to essentially collapse. And then we invaded it again based on the, based on the lie that it had something to do with 9-11. And now there are people in that part of the world who are upset with us. I'm not justifying any of this crap, but it's just some point you got to say why why is this happening well he's not thinking he's he's willing to go to war preemptively but he's not willing to protect us preemptively yeah he's not willing to not go to war yeah. to protect us right all he knows about is going to war and then uh getting as much data on this as possible right also in secret stuff somalia's militant islamist group al-shabaab has killed by a firing squad Four men accused of spying for the CIA and other intelligence agencies, the men who included two government soldiers, were shot in front of a large crowd in the southern town of Barhari. A large crowd. Well, they, they need some entertainment down there, I guess. <laughs> this, is, this is why I call, you know, it's not the Islamic, it's, it's, the, it's groups like Al-Shabaab. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, and yeah. groups groups like you know what what's uh, Pat Robertson's uh, goofball well, the, club? It used to be the uh, seven hundred club, club. Yeah, and the Christian they're, they're primitives. Yeah, you know they yeah. they're just primitives. There's nothing they haven't yet advanced into the twenty first century. Yeah. Yes. I and, and meanwhile they have access to all sorts of violent forms of uh, reprisal. Yes, yes, exactly. Anyway, a court run by al-Shabaab had earlier convicted them of spying for the CIA, Ethiopia, and Somalia. U.S. airstrikes have killed two senior al-Shabaab commanders in recent months, and that's what's going on there, too. It's, a, it's retaliation against us. 
the, the yeah. primitives in our society who, in spite of all the technology and ability to make peace in the world, continue to use weapons of mass destruction and, and, uh, and torture. Yeah. Yep. Also, mm -hmm. CIA Inspector General David Buckley, who has investigated his dispute between the agency, the CIA, and Congress over handling of records of the CIA's detention and interrogation activities, is resigning January 31st. Yay! Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, he's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you mad about, Mahler? You don't like him? Is this, is this what you want to say about him? David Buckley? What are you going to do to David Mahler? Tear him apart! Tear them apart, Mahler! Tear him! Yeah! <laughs> he's pretty oh, yeah. fired up. He also really in is. secret stuff, the FBI disclosed evidence it says ties North Korea to the hack on Sony oh. Pictures. They've been trying to do this forever. It's because it came out of a Korean server. Apparently the IP was given out by somebody. They're saying Korea was sloppy. My uh, suspicion yeah. is that probably not North Korea. Probably somebody using North Korean servers to send their hack through right and i have Jeez. been yeah i've read a number of stories that say that, that that security experts who know a lot more about this than i do are saying that there's a real good possibility well, the, that this didn't the come cia in. even said it had the capability to do that yes we we it, talked about that story earlier yeah. in the year that they can certainly make earlier it earlier last year or last year yes, <laughs> yeah. thank you that that we're the that we're able to make these things look like this is the thing about cyber warfare this is one of the things we i talked about briefly last week is i feel like we're being sort of educated about cyber warfare just enough to know that it's bad but we don't really understand the ramifications of how you assess responsibility what the ramifications of the attacks are the collateral damage done by these things and the the dangers and and this is one i think is really important that often these systems are set up to automatically reply with a virus of their own into systems where these attacks came from and oftentimes because these come through these kind of false front like like your home computer like my home computer or a hospital or something like that and then these viruses attack the attacker they can cause real damage and it can cause real uh, physical impacts on the people or who are on the other end of it including an accidental launch of weaponry that may or may not be intended you know for for that use I there, there are all kinds of things that can happen now because of this or the loss of your social security and yeah. master charge well, yeah in addition to that I mean my god that's child's play if, if if these government agencies wanted to just absolutely destroy everything about you and your credit and everything else that would be child's play at this point. child's play it would be child's play child's play well it would be adult play the FBI says a deliberate explosion outside a Colorado office of the NAACP may have been an act of domestic terrorism. Mm. An improvised explosive device was detonated on the NAACP building's wall on Colorado Springs. In there, Colorado Springs, a gasoline can was nearby. FBI spokesperson said that hate crime is among the potential motives. Yeah. Now, this is, uh, by the way, this is, I think, the founding office of the NC, uh, NAACP. I, I don't said. know. Yeah. NAACP. Colorado Springs, huh? Yeah. 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 Uh, Who knew? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks for waking me up there. You're listening to KUC. Yeah. You're listening to K. Jeez. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And now it's time for Drones in the News. 
Mm-hmm. A U.S. drone strike in Pakistan reportedly killed nine people. The victims were described as... Foreign, militant. Uh, yeah, militants. Uh, yes. In the North... Waziristan. Tribal region. Yes, every week. Militants yeah. in North Waziristan <sighs> are killed by drones. Spanning the use of drones for surveillance on the U.S.-Mexican border, right south of us here, mm -hmm, Mike, mm -hmm. would be a waste of money. An, an internal audit said. Mm. The report released just this week by John Roth, Inspector General of the Department of Homeland Security. He said Check that. Check that out. He yeah. said that. Said that the right nine Predator B drones currently in use are grounded much of the time by weather or maintenance problems and are not effective when they are in the air. Okay. Roth called the drones dubious achievers. And huh. suggested the $400 million plan to add to the program could be used more effectively on manned planes or helicopters or ground-based sensors or, you know, how about just helping people who need a hand? Yeah. Uh, the drone, drone program cost $62.5 million in fiscal 2013. Yeah. Hmm. How much? But it all, $62.5 million, but they also said a lot of that uh, it's probably a lot more because it omits ground pilot salaries and uh, other expenses. Well, that's a lot. Yeah, exactly. Expense. Yeah. All they do is count the drones and add up the price tag rather than how much it keeps to maintain this. Also, four anti-drone protesters were arrested in England. It was uh, The group was called End the Drone Wars. And they just snipped some wire at the Waddington in Lincolnshire. Oh, Lincolnshire. Base, yeah. I love that place. They're good for them. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. Drones. Baby. I'm ready for domestic stuff. Drones are coming stuff. home. Are you ready for domestic stuff? Yes, we are. I we am. are ready. Are yes, you ready, Mahler? I'm ready. I'm so yeah, ready. Yeah, he's ready. U.S. oil. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Right. I know you're, you're really ready. Mahler's ready, too. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. U.S. drone price. U.S. oil prices. Yeah. I was on drones. There we go. <laughs> U.S. oil prices briefly dropped below $50 a barrel for the first time in six years. The drop in prices comes amid a boom in oil production inside the United States, spurred by fracking, they say. It also helps that OPEC has done nothing. Usually OPEC rise, raises, you know, the OPEC, the group of countries yeah, yeah. That, that determine what the price of oil is. They'll raise the prices when you have a surplus. They didn't do this. They, they could have in October. They decided to leave the oil production at current levels. And that has a lot to do with why we're paying less for gas. Yeah. I, well, now, they, they're trying to make fracking sound good. But here's the deal on fracking. Yeah. The production of fracking costs a lot of money. So if you charge a lot of money for gas, yeah, you're going to be able to sell your fracked oil. Yes. Once the prices go down right now, right, since right. we have the surplus, you won't be able to produce it because you're not getting enough in return. So right. fracking requires expensive oil. Exactly yeah. right. It is a very high cost uh, extraction process. And but very they're, dangerous they're, too. Very dangerous. And usually OPEC will reduce uh, oil production, which drives the price up. Yep. The Chinese economy is, is not doing as well as it has in the past, which is slowing the demand for oil. In China, it, which makes it cheaper. Which, here, which would yeah. make it, yeah. So, so that's part of it. And also there's kind of an international game going on between Saudi Arabia and Iran. Saudi Arabia is predominantly Sunni, and Iran is predominantly Shiite, and the, the Saudis would just as soon destroy Iran as a viable power within uh, the Middle East, and they have, uh, and by doing this, they're crippling the Iranian economy even further, wow. more than the sanctions and everything else. So there is a little bit of that going on as well. 
A lot of things, a lot of factors. Meanwhile, according to new research by the UCL Institute for Sustainable Resources, it just rolls off the tongue, a third of oil reserves, half of gas reserves, and over 80% of current coal reserves globally should remain in the ground and not be used before 2050 if global warming is to stay below the two centigrade target agreed to by policymakers, which is really, yeah, you know, a, a just getting by kind of, yeah. goal there. Yeah, that so, two that two degrees is is going to raise the level of the oceans three so essentially, feet. Essentially, we we shouldn't use any of these oil reserves right, starting exactly. now. And that's right. That's what they've been saying about fracking. That's what they've been saying. It, and we're going to get to it. I'm sure in a second. The Keystone Pipeline out yeah. of Alberta, Canada. Well, let's talk yeah. about that. The new Republican-controlled Congress begun with a re- Republican first thing Senator out of the gate. John Hoven of North Dakota introducing uh, why North Dakota because that's where the Keystone runs through, introducing a measure to approve construction of Keystone XL that would move Canadian tar sands to the Gulf Coast. So that's tar sands oil. So what you got here is Canada using our property to... To transport oil down to Houston or Corpus Christi, wherever the refineries are, so it can be shipped over to China or somewhere else. This is, yeah. I mean, the arguments are so uh, solid against this thing... uh, that it, it's it's mind-boggling that this thing has any real traction. Yeah, I mean, but, but the Republicans are pushing it through. Meanwhile, President Obama, or at least his press secretary, Josh Ernest, announced Obama would veto the Keystone bill if it crosses his desk. Yeah, but the Republicans are vowing to make it a part of every single bill that comes before the president yeah. moving forward. So at some point, you know, can he continue to veto? I think he has to do this. I really do. I think this is actually... The silver lining in all of this Republican-controlled House and Senate is is that the the Dem- the uh, president has a chance to really reveal the agenda, really set it out in front of the American public as to what the Republicans want to do. Their first order of business is to put uh, in place a, a project that, by the account of most environmental scientists, is a game changer. According to what was his name, Hansen, the uh, NASA s- scientist. First guy to really raise the flag on global warming. And back they do in the it 80s. under the guise of, of creating jobs when, in fact, they're creating very little, very little employment jobs. and just a lot of money for for people who already have obscene amounts of yeah, money. Yeah, less than a couple of thousand construction jobs, virtually no maintenance jobs once the pipeline is in place. The, the Republicans are actually saying with a straight face that this will create millions. They literally, Boehner has been using the, the phrase millions of jobs. And it's just, I mean, it's it's that's laughable, but... Yeah. People take it seriously. And as we he, say over and over again, you want to create millions of jobs, let's repair the roads yeah. and the, the water pipes that are busting in Los Angeles and the bridges that are falling down across the country. Let's repair the stuff that matters to people instead of lining the pockets of the of the multinational corporations who are, all they're doing is investing this money in, in the most conservative of stocks. Yeah. They're not doing anything to to progress us into a, a, a better future. They're just going into to weapons manufacturing is where they're doing the investing yeah. and in into fossil fuels. And one of the one of the bummers about the uh, the uh, the drop in oil prices, one of the downsides is that it makes renewables a little less attractive financially. Yeah. It does it, the uh, the renewables have been competing quite nicely with with uh, fossil fuels with the, with the price <laughs> yeah. where it was. Uh, and doing better actually. Now it's a it's a bit of a, a jump ball, and we need it to be a slam dunk for renewables to make this all work. Meanwhile, when all this is going on, we got the new uh, Republican Congress. House Speaker John Boner mm-hmm. defeated an attempt from dissident Republicans to oust him. Mm-hmm. They wanted to get him out. It was all the Tea Party sort of guys. Yeah. 
Louis Gomert and Ted Yuhu. Two of the two of the really honestly two of the most ridiculously stupid people in all of Congress, yeah. and that really is a pretty high bar. So he cut them down a bit. Yeah. yeah. And then congressional Republicans renewed their push against the Affordable Care Act. They wanted to call full-time employment 40, not 30 hours, which would work fine if employers would hire people yeah. for 40 hours, right. but they're not they're anymore. Not they're intentionally enough. hiring people at, at part-time pay or right. less than 40 hours so they can avoid all sorts of things, yeah, all sorts of benefits. And I, I don't know if we're going to get this stuff on Social Security, but the Republicans are also trying to re, uh, re-engineer the internal workings of how they calculate. Uh, there's a fund within uh, Social Security on disability insurance, yeah. and the Republicans are trying to make it so that that is a, a that will if they're trying to downsize that uh, the, that funding, and even though it's been raised something like. 30 times over the last 40 years in order to accommodate the, the demographics in the country and all the rest of it. Ronald Reagan approved the uh, the increasing of this particular fund 11 times during his yep. his presidency. Yep. So it's not controversial, but the Republicans are, again, this attack on Social Security, this is sort of a, a flanking maneuver, but eventually they're going, they, their ultimate goal is to privatize Social Security, and that's part of this. Well, again, what we said it many times, what we have to do is have everyone in Congress have the same health care system that the rest of the country has, and you'd see things improved immensely. Amen. In Virginia, former governor, burr, 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 Republican Governor Bob McDonnell was sentenced to two years in prison following his conviction on corruption charges. He had two years. Yeah. And he's appealing that sentence. Minimum of 10 years was recommended by probation office. Yeah. No. Yeah, he was, he was just take, long, he was taking was ridic- money. Yeah, he, he just took money. money. Yeah. He just took money. This guy, he, he, uh, this, he's from the tobacco state, Virginia, right? Yeah. And this guy that was giving him a lot of money in his campaign came up with a energy drink that had nicotine in it. So, and so, and he was taking all kinds of money. His wife was taking money, jewelry, cars, the whole thing. And he, he had no idea. At the end of the day, his, his, Mm -hmm. his, his uh, case is, I had no idea this was going on. It's just, it's a, it's really a, and oh, and by the way, he's such a stand up guy. He's blaming his wife now for everything. Yeah. Well, it was her fault. (laughs) Well, she handed him the apple, you know? Yeah. In what is being described as a fundamental shift in how the coal industry does business, over 40% of all coal produced in Wyoming is now being first sold not to power plant or a utility, but to a subsidiary of the same company that mined the coal. According to a new report by the Center for American Progress, these inside deals between coal companies and their subsidiaries, known as captive transactions, are aimed at intentionally dodging federal and state royalty payments and maximizing maximizing taxpayer-funded subsidies. Wow. So so they're just selling to themselves so they can get more money from us, essentially. Wow. And according to this review, five of the largest coal companies operating in the Powder River Basin, that's a big place over there for coal in Wyoming and Montana, have collectively created a network of 566 Jesus. subsidiaries. And you know what it was also do, by the way. I bet you that this deflects responsibility for yeah, for yeah. O- for coal-related environmental damage as yeah, well. I'm sure it does. I bet it that. does. Yeah. I'm I'm sure. I don't know that right now. But I would I say it does. Like in Ohio, the death of a mentally ill African American woman in police custody was ruled a homicide. Denisha Anderson's family had called the police for help as she suffered from a mental health episode in November. 
The coroner found Tanisha Anderson died as a result of being physically restrained in a prone position by Cleveland police. Anderson suffered from heart disease, which was listed as a factor, but her family is, uh, wants an independent investigation. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration fined Honda $70 million for failing to report deaths, injuries, and certain warranty claims to the federal government between 2003 and 2014. Speaking at a consumer electronics show in Las Vegas, the Federal Communications Commission Chairman Tom Wheeler strongly hinted that his new net neutrality rules will treat broadband internet service providers as utilities. Oh, yeah, this is good. I'll see what we have yeah. to see what happens here. Yeah. But despite initially resisting the idea, it looks increasingly likely that Wheeler's net neutrality reforms could reclassify uh, internet service providers and regulate them under Title II of the Communications Act. Yeah. That would protect consumers by treating the internet as an essential service, as underlined and, uh, essential. Essential. And it's something that Obama has laid out as his yeah. own. Uh, Give the president credit. Plan. He leaned on this guy a little bit uh, publicly. He is an appointee of the president. I yeah. hope that has some sway. Also, uh, Obama said in his, in his coming State of the Union, mm -hmm. say that he was going to uh, make two years of community college free for anyone willing to work for it. Oh, Mahler. Are you, what do you think, Mahler? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, he, like, he was sleeping there. He just woke up. <laughs> sort of. Good, good reaction, well, Mahler. Know, yeah, uh, kind of slow on the draw. Under the proposals, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Mahler. That's what I'm sorry. This follows, this is a, why not? What? Why not a free college for people? Who well, I wish they would get more into, you know, it's one of those things where do we really need college educated people? Now, you know what I'm saying? Trade. We need trade people. We need more trade people. No, and th that's yeah. part of college. Community college is also a great opportunity for people who want to go into the trades. Trades. Trades would be great. Yeah. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to tell people what to do with their lives, no. but college education, it, it is an intellectual pursuit, is highly overrated. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, get get all the brain stuff you need, but there's plenty of places to get that from. The university, especially nowadays, right. is just a sausage mill. You know, it's right. just a diploma mill here. Right. They, they want to make their money. They'll take people from all around the world, charge them the highest tuition. That's right. And, and, and pump them out uh, into a job market that really is offering them very little. We really don't need too many more English and communication majors to make We the need world. English majors if they can uh, uh, just afford to not... I'm teach english in the future I'm but kidding. use those of skills to could, do smart things yes exactly no I'm, I'm all due respect and, and, to english majors well, I don't not only that but but schools especially universities should should not be places that generate jobs they're places to learn yeah. how to make the world a better place Amen. yeah well yeah. Have, and, and have if you that, had if that gets you a job later on? Then great. Have you had any your faucets replaced lately? I mean, there's some money in in Fa the trades. Oh yeah, there, there's some money, real money yeah. in the trades. Trust yeah, me. my faucets. Yeah, I had a. Uh, well, you know, we did. I've been to a proctologist. I don't know. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just literally had two faucets replaced yeah. in in my bathroom, yeah. and and that's wow. not a euphemism for something else. And uh, no, no, I mean, yeah, it, and it's, it's good work. It's good work. Yeah, it's good work. Yeah, uh, you know. All, all is, sorts of stuff. Yeah, people that work in, in you know, chefs. Yeah. Or, no, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. And and, and community Iron colleges workers, are a great people place that are going to help build the repair the bridges. Yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 you live longer generally, unless you're hurting your back from just being outdoors okay. instead of sitting in an office hunched over a computer. I know. Longtime Senator Barbara Boxer announced in a YouTube video that she will not seek re-election in 2016. She's represented us since 1993. Yeah. Yeah. 
I shook her hand in 1992, and I claim that that's why she's been in office so long. <laughs> you the, she got the Callahan bump from yeah, the, the uh, from the bump. handshake. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Oh, nice. And an Iowa woman was cited for mailing three pounds of cow dung to her neighbors through the uh, website poopsenders.com. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Mahler. Well, you know, I, like, he, Mahler, I, that's how he's making this extra money. He's a big contributor. Well, you know, he's, unfortunately. <laughs> he's, he's really been working hard at that uh, particular... Well, unfortunately, uh, Mahler, they're not de using dog poop. Oh, because he's yeah. been producing a lot lately, and I thought maybe that yeah, was yeah. why. Yeah. No, no, they, uh, apparently oh, okay. a one quart of cow dung goes for fifteen ninety five plus seven ninety five shipping. Oh. Elephant crap. Or gorilla poop or other options, a little, high, bit, little bit more expensive. Okay. And they also have a poop combo pack. Oh. Uh, a gallon of that costs $45. So, you, I mean, if you don't so like what somebody. what reason are people... If you don't like somebody. Oh, is that them, what you... Oh, you could uh, you send know, them literally. Uh, okay, there you go. Yeah. I All right. I thought maybe it was research purposes, a well, I mean, particular if you fetish that people might have. Could I don't, be. Yeah. I don't know. If you I, I don't, want to send yeah. crap through the mail or poop. Uh, you know. All right, let's I, give. This let's, is where you go. Let's give credit to our. Speaking of elected, and yeah. uh, by the way, a lot of speculation <laughs> is who's going to run for Barbara Boxer's seat. Yeah. Including uh, our Newsom? own Orange County uh, Loretta Sanchez. Loretta, They're uh, talking uh, because. Uh, well, I'm just I'm saying. So I'm just much. saying she's not. I know. But uh, I, Gavin, I want to see Gavin, Kamala Harris. Okay. Or Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom. That's who I want to see. Yeah. Uh, let's give credit to our governor, our just uh, inaugurated governor for his fourth term, who really, in his state of the state address, said. Really very ambitious goals for making uh, um, California one of the leaders in climate change uh, re reform. Yeah. He wants to reduce the petroleum uh, in cars uh, and trucks by 50%. By, this is within the next 10 to 15 years. Yeah. He's very ambitious but doable. And it is California. We are the seventh largest economy in the world, and it does matter what we do here. Yeah. So good news on that front. Yeah, and right. all these idiot libertarians that are against the high-speed rail... Uh, it's because the government project. Yeah, we're gonna. It's there's gonna be ripoffs. There's gonna be corruption. Uh, yeah. Money will come off the top, just like in in all business. Yes, that's right. what happens in that's all business. Right. That's when right. it happens in a major business, you know, when it happens at General Motors, they call it perks. That's right. When it happens in the government, they call it corruption. <laughs> However you want to look at it, we're gonna have a major project here in the state of California that we desperately need. That's right. Uh, and and fear not, libertarians, because after it's built, we're gonna hand it over to you clowns anyway. Right? It'll become the Union Pacific line at some point. I'm yeah, sure who, there who will knows? be yeah. offshoots from the high yeah. speed that will be private. And it will help business. And it will help business. Yeah. And, I mean, and what, we're, the, we're, we're the only industrial country in the world without a significant high yeah. speed rail system. Yeah. If libertarians ran San Francisco in the 1920s, we still wouldn't have a Golden Gate Bridge. Or a BART. Or a BART. Yeah. So screw the libertarians. Yeah, screw you. Well, you know, they have good ideas, but then they just, they fall, just fall uh, flat on their faces. I, just, I know. I know. And finally? Yeah. A man in Devon, England, euthanized over half of Britain's only herd of Nazi cows. What? Yeah. They were originally bred by the Third Reich because he said they were too aggressive. They had, they <laughs> had, they had some cows that were originally yeah. bred by the Third Reich, oh, and God. this guy yeah. in Devon, England, said they were too aggressive. Oh. Uh, since they have gone, the farmer said, peace reigns supreme. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 